and turn in your Bibles for just a few minutes tonight to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. I think we can all agree that we can be thankful for victory tonight. What, what a good word victory is. Just to think of the word victory, it, it kind of makes us happy. Victory, it's a good thing. It's, it's a good name for a church. I pastored a church and it was Victory Baptist Church. And we have victory. You know, uh, I see Kenley and Noah back there and they had a basketball game this week. And it was a really good game. It was a really close game. There was a lot of, of aggressiveness on the court. A little bit of ugliness on the court. A lot of ugliness with the parents and the fans. A lot more off the court than on the court. Their fans were worse than our fans. They were a little uglier. But that doesn't mean we're better than them. I'm not saying that there was more self-control on our side, but, but our guys were clicking in the game. They were doing so well. They were leading the whole time. It kind of felt like we were headed to victory. We believed there was going to be victory. And guess what? Our team won. There was victory, and I, and I think that helped us to act a little better. I think they thought they weren't going to get victory the way our guys were playing, and that might have been the reason for their particular behavior. Victory's sweet. Sometimes those basketball games are an hour and a half away, and when you lose, that's a long ride home. It was a wonderful ride home the other night. After that win, victory is good. There is a much, much more important victory than one that takes place on the basketball court. There's the greatest victory that there is. How about victory over death? That's what the Christian has. Death has lost its sting for the Christian. And the penalty for sin has been removed from us. We are not going to pay the penalty for sin. I tell you what, that helps us to wade through a world of ugliness that's out there. Knowing that we have victory in Jesus Christ. We have a full and free victory over sin, death, hell, and the grave. 1 Corinthians 15.57 But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That provides an occasion for giving thanks to God, expressing thanks to God, having a grateful heart for God that we have victory. We live 
in a constant position of victory. And no matter what conditions come about in this life, we always have that position of victory. It, times become difficult, but it's always a time for thanks to God because of the victory that we have. Speaking of God, let's consider the source of our victory just for a second tonight. It says in verse 57, But thanks be to God. It was God's passion. It was God's plan to provide a victory for the people that He made. We are weak and we are frail. We are in a we came into this world in a fallen state. There is no way that any person will ever provide the victory for themselves that God did. It was God's plan before we ever existed. It was God's plan before we ever were born, before we ever even knew that we were sinners. God had a plan in place by His passion to provide victory for us. Only God could do that, and He did. He always had His secret plan in place. May God be thanked for victory that He gives His children over death. There's something to be thankful for in victory, and that is specifically the one who provided it. Thanks be to God. We can get excited about victory. We can be thankful for victory. We can love the victory that we have, but we need to first and foremost love the one who gave it. It's wonderful to cherish the blessings but don't forget the blesser. Love the blesser, God. But thanks be to God. He's the source of our victory. But let's consider for just a second the nature of our victory. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. That's written in the present tense here. It doesn't say that He's going to give us the victory. We look forward to Jesus coming to the clouds. We, we look forward to the day that we just get to pass through death, physical death, and to go be with the Lord. But that's not when we're going to experience victory. We experience victory right now in the very present time that we're in. We have victory in Jesus. There's the full presence of Jesus is going to be seen one day. But we have the possession of victory now. We're victorious as we speak right now. In the book of Romans chapter 8, it says we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Not, not we shall be more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors now. A conqueror is victorious. We have victory right now. There also, I just quoted a verse from Romans, and there also in Romans, we, we find the experience of the confidence that we have 
in the victory we possess. And in Romans chapter 8, toward the end of the chapter, Paul says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Verse 38, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, what confidence you and I are able to have because we have the victory right now. Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. Giveth us. It's in the present tense. But I not only want us to consider this giving as that it's right now here in the present, but that, but that this giving is a present to you and I, which giveth us the victory. This is a present, this victory is. He giveth the victory. The victory that we have, it has not come to us by way of merit. It's not by any good deeds that we have done that we have the victory that we have. It was according to God's own desire to give to someone. And He gave to us the victory. This victory deserves the most full gratitude that we could possibly give to God for what He has done for us. He has given us a gift of having victory. Romans 8.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. That, that's what we have victory over. Death doesn't have its sting anymore. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He giveth us the victory that we have in Jesus Christ. How thankful we can be that the nature of this victory doesn't depend on us. It doesn't come down to us earning it. It doesn't come down to us doing something to be approved for it, but that it has been bestowed upon us, supplied, furnished. The victory is a present that has been delivered to us. God saw our need and He met our need. He did it. And so... That leads us to our last little point, the means of our victory. But thanks be to God, the source, which giveth us the victory, the nature of it, and now the means of it, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, it is finished on the cross. Jesus provided a complete work of God that was done for us when He went to the cross. He died on that cross. What a grueling day that was. 
in his suffering that he went through. He was buried three days. He surely died for our sins. He surely took our death. But let's back up just a minute and consider the life that he lived. How about the 33 years of life that Jesus lived? He lived a life that you and I could not ever live. He lived a perfect life that pleased God. Jesus says, For I do always those things that please Him. A voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. He lived a life that satisfied God. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 10, it says, for, when, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. The victory we have because of what Jesus did. The perfect life that Jesus lived, it satisfied the perfect righteousness of God. There is no one anywhere in any time frame that will ever live a life that will satisfy God. But Jesus did. He satisfied God's righteous standard. And His righteous standard is perfection. But He also satisfied God's justice requirement. God laid out the penalty for sin, and it was death for the human being. So God became a human being, and He lived a perfect life. And then He took that perfect life, and He went to the cross, and His blood was shed there. And He satisfied the demands of justice for you and I. He, he paid a debt He did not owe. We owe a debt we could not pay. Jesus did it. And He satisfied Almighty God. Let us thank Him for His death. Because the sting of death is gone for the child of God. That's what it says in 1 Corinthians 15 right, right before all of this. Praise God for the victory. That death has been taken away, ours, because it has been placed on Jesus Christ. Our fear of death is gone because of Jesus Christ. Our terror was placed upon Him. He endured it. Isaiah 53 speaks of how He was despised, how He was rejected, acquainted with grief. We, and, and he was just ignored. A man of sorrows. He was wounded. He was bruised. He was chastised. He took our stripes. Our iniqui iniquity was laid upon him. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. He died for our sins. He made his grave with the wicked after he bore our iniquities. He took the sting out of death for you and I. He died for us. And then Mary Magdalene, 
and Mary went to the grave after three days. And paraphrasing, the angel says, I know you're looking for Jesus. He is not here, for He is risen just as He said He would do. Jesus arose victorious over death, and His victory is our victory. We live because He lives. And He did what He did for you and I. We have complete victory in Jesus Christ. That's what we're thanking the Lord for tonight. Complete victory. We have continual victory in Jesus Christ. It is final victory. There is nothing that's going to get in the way of the victory that we have in Him. It is... This, this victory that we have in Jesus, it is something that is known by experience. We have a victorious experience while we are here. All who have come to saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ anyway. There, you know, there's some hanging out around Christianity that happens. I did it for a while. I was hanging out around Christianity and, and feeling better, feeling like God was in it, maybe feeling like I was okay or something. And, and the scary thing is that can happen for a long time. We've had examples of that with people who have been saved in the past couple of months. That they, they hung around Christianity. It kind of runs in the family in a sense. But... What about the personal experience of this victory that God has given us through His Son, Jesus Christ, over death? Those who have come to saving faith have an experience of what we're talking about tonight. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4, it says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Have you experienced what those wonderful words mean in your heart personally and have come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and have that experience of an overwhelming thankfulness to God for His victory? Is it not, not just because the preacher says it, we ought to be thankful, but is that the experience of your heart in this life that, that we are survivors, that we are conquerors, that we are victorious because of what Jesus Christ has provided for us? Does it renew you over and over as we go through the difficult experiences of this life? As we go through the separation we have 
from our loved ones when they pass through physical death. We have the victory. We're, we're going to meet God's people again and be with them. That's something to rejoice over. That's something to be thankful for. Paul says, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Has Jesus Christ saved your life? Because, because positive thinking and, and wishful thinking within self is not going, not going to provide that experience of victory. But if you're here tonight and, and you realize in your heart that you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, would you trust Him as your Lord and Savior tonight? We're going to have a time of invitation to, to provide that opportunity for you that we could take the Bible and show you how you can become a child of God. And speaking of the children of God, rejoice and thank God for the victory that, we, that He has given us. He has given it to us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us bow to the Lord in a word of prayer and have our time to spend with God. Almighty Father in heaven, we come to you once again tonight. We want to thank you so much for your goodness. We want to thank you for what you're doing in this church and the blessing of being able to share your business in such a Christ-like manner in a manner of unity. And Lord, we come before you tonight just to rejoice in the victory that you've given us and to be thankful to you. Lord, as we've heard your word, it helps us to consider what you have taken away. The penalty of sin, the sting of death. We're forever grateful to you for it, Lord. The final victory that we already have now. And Lord, if there's anyone here tonight who does not have this experience in their heart, we know that this is a very spiritually intimate, personal relationship with you. It's by saving faith. No other faith, but saving faith. Not just knowledge in the head of all of these things, but saving faith that gives us the experience of the victory you have provided. Lord, draw that one or those few tonight that they might admit, that they might confess before you that they do not have victory in Jesus Christ, but that they can have it tonight by faith, Lord. We pray that they would, for it's in Jesus' name we ask. Amen. If everyone could please stand.